بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. We find a very powerful and effective and and beautiful formula uh, when it comes to making du'a. This is just one example in Surah Sad in the 38th Surah in the Quran. Just for reference, it's two surahs after Yasin when you go from beginning to end. And within this surah, we find a beautiful du'a from Prophet Sulaiman alayhi salam. And what we want to take from it is what, what not only what did he ask for, but what was what was his approach? What was the etiquette? What did he ask for first? And then what did he ask for second? And then what was the response? What response did Allah give him in that regard? We find him turning to Allah Azza wa Jal and saying, Rabbi Firli. So this is part one. And this is something very deep that we can take from this. Right? If you're going to have somebody over, if you're going to have a guest over or a bunch of guests over, typically what you do first is you clean everything up and you take care of all the different things that you need to take care of. And then the finishing touches, maybe something along the lines of burning some incense or spraying something nice. So first, there's the purification and then there's the beautification. First, you clean the home, you clean the room, you organize everything and you get everything squared away. And then you have the beautification of, you know, making the, the, the air smell nice, having some kind of aroma, some kind of, you know, something positive in, in, in that regard. The same thing goes for the heart. In the Turaqahs before Fajr, the Prophet taught us, والسلام, the Prophet encouraged us to recite Surah Kafirun in the first Raqqa'ah, after Fatiha, of course, and then Surah Ikhlas in the second Raqqa'ah. It fits this general idea, right? Surah Kafirun, purification. Surah Ikhlas, beautification. Right? If a person is getting ready for Eid, if they have a really, really nice outfit, whatever it is, you don't spray the cologne for it. Let's say it's dirty. You don't spray the cologne and then you and then you take it to the dry cleaners or put it through the washing machine or whatever. First, you have the purification. And then when you're getting ready for the finishing touches, you have the beautification. So going back to the dua that Prophet Sulaiman look at what he asked Allah for. Right? And this teaches us to ask Allah for big things. But before he asked Allah for something huge, Right, bigger than 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 we could, you know, even dream of. Step one, he asks Allah for forgiveness. Rabbi ghfirli. So this is this is this is step one, and then step two, he asks Allah to give him this amazing gift. He asks Allah to give him a kingdom that is so amazing and so awesome, such that not a single person will ever have something similar to it after him. So step one, to ask Allah for forgiveness. And then step two, to ask Allah for whatever it is, but in this specific case, it happens to be something huge. And look at the response that Allah gives him. Allah gives him that kingdom, and Allah gives, and Allah gives, and Allah gives. And then on top of that, and we can take a lesson in parenting from this, at the end, it's really interesting. Allah tells him, after Allah tells him that he gives him these amazing things. And then at the end, Allah says, فَمْنٌ أَوْ أَمْسِكْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Subhanallah, this, this is like, there's so much we can take from this as parents. Allah gives him and gets so much abundance, so much power, so much control, so much authority, so many unique things. Power over the jinn, power over the wind, you name it. And then at the end, Allah mentions, Allah says, فَمْنٌ أَوْ أَمْسِكْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Give whatever you want, withhold whatever you want, you're not going to be held accountable. So what this teaches us as parents, I understand it's a different topic, 
but to avoid helicopter parenting. Because if we're, if we're too micromanaging over every single tiny thing, then that pressure builds up and it actually negatively affects the kid. It negatively affects the student, the person. So look, look, at, look at what Allah is telling Prophet Sulaiman. Allah gives him so much. And then, and then Allah tells him, you manage it, it's up to you. Give whatever you want, withhold whatever you want. You're not going to be held accountable either way. So this gives him the, the freedom to breathe and the freedom to move and to manage his affairs as best he can. Allah is trusting him. Allah is trusting him to try, to try his best. But the, the main thing that we want to take away from this is for us to increase in istighfar, especially if we want to increase the likelihood and the chances of our du'as being accepted. Step one is for us to humble ourselves. Step one is to ask Allah for forgiveness. Step one is to purify that garment. Step one is purification. And then step two is the beautification. We ask Allah to purify our hearts and we ask Allah to beautify our hearts and our character as well. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us and to allow us to reach Ramadan and to benefit from it as much as we possibly can. Amni Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.